Welcome to season five of Vitamins for Breakfast, Quarantine Edition. I had big plans for the season, but then life happened and I felt as if a wrench was thrown in my plan. But this time has taught me the importance of getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. In efforts to reinvent my plans, I ended up creating one of the most inspiring seasons where I feature six amazing men and women. All my guests openly discuss their individual experiences in this country, along with their journeys to social, physical, mental, and emotional elevation. It's time we change the soundtrack that's been written for our lives, as we are more than what they categorize us to be, and this season will solidify that. So let's get some vitamins for the soul with this episode of Vitamins for Breakfast. Let's find out who today's guest is. Chelsea is a creative young writer who is using her words to tell the stories of her life. She allows readers to identify and connect with her raw honesty and perspective. Her self-awareness is unquestionable and her ability to be so candid is inspirational. What makes her even more dope is that she is a woman of color who unapologetically speaks her truth and embraces all that she is. I actually connected with Chelsea through a mutual friend. I don't know if you know Eric, but Eric is that mutual friend he's also a guest on this season and he hit me up and he's like yo I think she is such an incredible person I love everything about her please have her on your show I need to hear more about her and I'm like yo send me her stuff I will definitely look into her and I looked into your stuff and he sent me like like pieces of your poems and when I I kid you not if I show you I'm gonna screenshot after and show you how long we were talking the dms about (laughs) about your poems and he was like yo like like it means this and we're going back and forth like debating like what do you think she meant by that and i was like you know what eric i told him yesterday i'm gonna ask her don't worry we gonna find Mm -hmm. out (laughs) i love that though i love that (laughs) yeah so um eric is a is a mutual friend that kind of brought this together and of course after reading the pieces myself i was like yo i i need to bring this girl on she just with that poem alone i felt more comfortable being myself just as a woman and being able to speak you know especially when it comes to sexuality you always feel like you have to filter out a little bit you don't want to be too you don't want to do too much but you you, your words were just you made it sound so graceful but still so raw at the same time so I was just like yo get this girl on this podcast so I'm so happy that you're here thank you so much how are you how are you feeling you're here you're alive i'm great i'm great <laughs> yeah. yes we both here we both yeah. you know um dealing with everything in the world happening but you know yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's, it's been a journey and it's been it's been good and it's so, good to see your face <laughs> thank you likewise so yes like everything you said everything that we're dealing with in the world right now how are you dealing with quarantine because especially as a creator you know we we kind of thrive off being able to engage with our environments so how are you doing now that you are home all the time and it's like how are you finding you know a way to keep that that those juices flowing like like how how are you managing well, before the world closed, if you want to say, um, <laughs> I actually, yeah. I actually published Belly before that, so yeah. I actually had time like to actually not create as much. Like I just wanted to sit on what I had, and you know, yeah. not force myself, and you know, because it's it's so much going on. You know, like you mm-hmm. you want to be creative, but you also want to be authentic. So Amen. I try to keep yeah. that in mind with you know not forcing myself and just you know seeing where where I fit in and where I can you know create something anything 
yeah yeah i got you because I, i definitely agree with that i feel like sometimes too um when you are a creator and you you know your you know how good you are though i think all of us kind of know where our talent lives and we're just like yo i gotta make sure people can see it i gotta put stuff out like i need them to know that i'm here and that i'm good at what i do mm-hmm. so you feel this pressure but like you said you can't when it when you are an artist you really can't rush it though because then it ends up not being you know it's it's, it's, it's just, not gonna it's not gonna be what you want it to be exactly <laughs> so, exactly it's yeah. just not gonna be rooted in that place really where it's just like you coming at you come at a different angle now you're like yo i gotta get this out but when you when you take your time with something it's so it just completely manifests completely differently so i hear you 100 on that so i am glad that you are taking your time Um, yes. but you did mention you have been working on a few things also so you are you know you're still writing you're still getting you know your creative juices on paper and and getting the poems out yeah of course um i just get excited to see a yeah. blank page and a pen yeah. I, i'm just you got mad journals you can you say press with mad journals <laughs> yeah i got i got mad journals like i yeah. <laughs> i go to the side like oh i don't need that but it's cute so i'll write something in it <laughs> I'll figure it out. Yeah, map pens, map pens from Muji. Yes. It's true. It's true. <laughs> But I mean, yeah. yeah. It's it's a blessing to be able to uh write and create and just be myself through my creativity. Yeah. Um but I just try to flow with it. I don't try to force. Yeah. I just try to flow because that's where I feel like the magic happens. Absolutely. And I, I guess my curiosity right now is what what got you here? Like what you always were writing your entire life? Like that was just your thing. You were always like into that or over time maybe you were like, "Yo, I I've liked this. Let me try it." Like what was that journey like for you? Um, well, ever since I was younger, I always had diaries and journals yeah. and stuff like that. So I was always a writer, but writing books, like I literally when I was younger, I said Like I can't write a book. I literally said that. Like in my mind, like I would be in you manifested. <laughs> and I did. I'm like yeah. I don't know. It it was so weird, but I I vividly remember thinking that in my head because I love to read as well. Yeah. So I'm like, how am I gonna like how do these people do this? How do these people put all of this together? Like I don't even know, but Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. It it kind of just happened. I feel like growing up um writing, I actually talked to myself a lot. <laughs> because my my mind is always moving but yeah. it's not like I can explain that to other people always. Yeah. So I would yeah. just, you know, channel that in notebooks. Like I have notebooks from years. Like I just go back like half of my half of 17 is actually yeah. some of my notebooks from like over I, the years. So. I saw that. I saw that in the description it was actually even journal pieces that you like pulled and you put in the book as well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. damn, like and that does that that never like I, I hear that and I never I'm like, yo, that's strange because I I know a lot of people who journal and I'm they and it's been years of like books and books and they, can, they have literally a library of just the journals, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm just yep. like I never noticed that outlet growing up for myself personally of just like just expressing yourself because I also had a lot of thoughts and a lot of and, and I just and I just dealt with them, you know, just kept them there, you know. Mm-hmm. And you realize the older you become how much you would have benefited from 
journaling and I apply it now as an adult because everyone's talking about it. Everyone's like, hey, you know, meditate and journal. <laughs> it's, yeah, journaling is like the rawest because there's no, there's, it literally, it just flows. And, and sometimes when you go back and read it, it's like, wow, I was feeling like this. Like I was, yeah. you know, I was thinking this. So journaling is just really like the rawest form of like writing and anybody can do it. And it's, it's healthy yeah. for everybody, so. I agree too. I agree also with what you're saying with the in reference to journaling because journaling also when you reflect and you look back, you realize, you know, I think a lot of times when you journal, you notice that you didn't have that many bad days that you thought you did. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you it really puts things in per- in perspective cuz you are keeping track now. Like cuz I Absolutely, think a lot of times yeah. when you don't, you have a bad day, you're like my whole life sucks. But when you journal, you're like, yo, let's just Tuesday, you know. <laughs> Thursday's looking yeah. pretty good. You know what I'm saying? That was just the first. Let me try the yeah. second and then we be alright. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so it's just, I think it's just so much benefits to it. And I hate that I came into it so late, but I'm also so happy that I still did. And I just, when I hear, you know, when I meet people who've been journaling for years, I'm just like, man, y'all really got, y'all got a head start on us, man. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, y'all got a head start because for real, you have, you guys have really been kind of dismantling your thoughts for a minute. You know, you've been dismantling them where you get to a point now where that's why I wonder, is she this you know comfortable in her skin from just the years of dealing with who she is you know what i'm saying so i was just like yo is that what it is like you know because i'm trying to figure it out you are so comfortable (laughs) in who you are and it comes to translates through your words and i'm just like damn like i need a little bit of that like what's the recipe (laughs) you know yeah i mean for me it hasn't like i've i've centered myself for a long time so i feel like as i got older it's like all of the feelings and all of the emotions and all of the words, I feel like they just have to come out because Mm. I feel like connecting to other people is always important because there's always somebody feeling like you. Like sometimes you feel like it's just you and this you're only, you're the only one going through something, but there's so many people in this world. Like, and some of us think and feel the same thing, so. So, and, and I guess just to kind of, because I've always felt that way as well. I'm just like, yo, come mm-hmm. on. Like, that's why, when, that's why I created the platform, really, when you say that. Because it was like, yo, I can only imagine how many other people are going through this. And I, and I can imagine that, you know, I'm not alone. Because when I have these people that I bring on, is because we've talked. And like, I'm like, yo, girl, I go through that. She's like, yeah, I go through that too. I'm like, yo, let's yeah. record it. And I'm just mm-hmm. like how do you feel when it's when it when it's that moment where you where you want to come out and talk about these things but it's kind of scary at first like how do you how did you kind of combat that first initial feeling that we all feel when it's like yo what i don't want to talk about it because what if it's just me but then you find out on the other side it's not but how do you deal with that first initial like yo i'm kind of afraid to be myself or be this real or be this honest like how did you you know like you know come to terms with that and do it and still like jump you know take that leap you know it's it's funny because fear like holds a lot of people back including myself i do a lot of things scared because i know they just have to happen yeah and i know like the things that i do do that they're gonna be beneficial in the end so Mm. it's like either do it scared or don't do it and then just think about it and then it's not happening you know like a lot of things i do do um with the intentions of connecting with other people like with with writing books it's different because i'm not speaking Mm. like i'll just write the words and i'll just give it to everybody and then i'll just like (laughs) go hide (laughs) yeah you ain't going yet yep (laughs) it's true yeah i just Mm -hmm. like 
Yeah. But it is, it's definitely important um, for me to express uh, through writing and now more through talking because Mm -hmm. I feel that we have to share perspectives and what I write some people are like wow I wonder what she was thinking I wonder what she was going through and I I do want to share that because it's like people read my stuff and it's like whoa like yo that's what I'm telling you Yes, the piece and, I'm about to read later, I'll be like, yo, I don't know if they're ready for all these words. <laughs> I know. Like, it's, it's crazy for me, too, because, like, when I publish something or when I write something, it takes yeah. me a while for me to go back and read it. Like, I'll proofread it to death, mm-hmm. and then I'll share it, knowing that it's, you know, perfected to, you know, my best abilities. And then yeah. for me to go back and read it is even heavy for me sometimes. Like, yeah. my own feelings and thoughts and, you know, things yeah. that I've written, it's heavier for me, so I already know other people are feeling it, but I just, <laughs> I feel like it's 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 supposed to be that way. Uh, absolutely. To, yeah. you know, feel that in our chest and, you know, mm. you know? I get what you're it's saying. Mm-hmm. We can't, we can't get rid of that feeling. It is supposed to happen. So yeah. I, I get what you're saying. A lot of times, I guess, like I like I said, people are looking for the recipe of like, yo, how can I be more okay with this feeling? And it's like, the feelings aren't going to go anywhere. The feelings are a part of the process because the whole experience of life itself is to feel. So it's just yes. like, people try to run away from having to feel, but you can't. Yeah, and I feel like that's why so many people get triggered by what I write sometimes because it's so deep and I'm like you have to feel it you have to feel it like no matter what you can't ignore it because if you ignore it it'll just come back you know so writing is just my channel for sharing connecting and you know just being that person to I guess be the elephant in the room yes you know have everything out there and you know it's there's still fear there sometimes but the feeling you get when you connect with people and mm. they vibe with you and they like, oh, wow. You know, whatever reaction they come up with, it's, it's always filling for me, whatever yeah. people come back with, because I made them feel something no matter what it was. Yes, yes. And you, and you realize that it, the purpose, like I said, of life itself is to feel, but if you are a vessel to make other people feel, and it's to top it off, you're making them feel good emotions, positive emotions, it's mm-hmm. like, yo, it, it's extremely rewarding, and I feel like the purpose of life itself for us here while we're here is to make people feel and bring things out of people, you know what I'm saying? So it mm-hmm. it is our way kind of to give back to the collective, to everyone that is here. So I definitely 100%, I feel that because when you when you put your work out there and people are celebrating you no matter how shy or fearful you might be about mm-hmm. it it's just like you realize at the end of the day why you do it that's why you continue to do it because that's what it is right there that part right there when you recognize that someone took something from what you did whether it's one person five people it's still it's hundreds it of people it doesn't matter at all it doesn't yeah. matter it's, it's just mm-hmm. one person at least yeah i feel that yeah let's get into your projects Let's get Ooh, into fun projects. Fun, fun. <laughs> so you, so the first one that you dropped was seventeen. Yes, mm-hmm. and then belly after that. Yes, and belly, belly was, was recent. after that, and and belly yes. was like right before quarantine. You know, you managed to get that out there right before. Yeah. So and it, it was crazy how it happened, but yeah, I let you keep yeah. going. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. Tell me what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just. <sighs> 
like when I was creating Belly, it was like, it was like an urgency and I didn't know why, but yeah. now that I'm seeing the times and you know, the things that I wrote in the book, it's, it's very important that I put that book out yeah. and for whoever's, you know, participating and reading it, it's, yeah. it's been beneficial for them, especially in this time because nobody yeah. saw this coming, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a lot of change going on and you know, mm -hmm. a lot of people are lost and um, a lot of that book, I wrote and don't remember writing it. So I know that I was just channeling so many things, like from yeah. feelings. Far to beyond, like that far beyond you. Yeah. Beyond me. Like yeah, yeah. it was above me. Yeah. <laughs> at that yeah. Point. They were just, it was just coming through you and you're like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. okay. I got you. Yeah. Whatever. I will do what you say. <laughs> yeah. So that it's urgency true, yeah. that you said you felt like what 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 did that feel? It felt like um it's like a spiritual urgency, like so, like it's just feeling like get it out, get get this out, get this out. Like like what urgency did you feel, girl? Because I'm spiritual, so I'm like, girl, what did you hear? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, for seventeen and belly, I kind of felt that, and yeah. it's it was an urgency for me to to share, mm -hmm. like whatever I was writing. It was like it just had to be out. You know, like, yeah. like I remember um, putting together Seventeen. I I had not like no knowledge of publishing, no knowledge of mm -hmm. making a book and anything like that. But I just knew it had to be done. I don't remember how I did it or what. Like I don't even remember. But it got done. I published the book. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, there, <laughs> there was so many steps. Mm. And I, I did it all myself, and I wanted yeah. to do it all myself. And mm -hmm. it was a journey, but I feel like with that urgency for for Belly as well, it was just whatever was in those books when I released them. I feel like people needed to hear, yeah. and also me putting them out. I needed to release whatever was in those books. So gotcha. it's kind of like a balancing of the scales. Like it's yes. me releasing, but it's me giving at the same time. Mm. And I feel like that's that's why i'm here dang dang <laughs> i can i can, i am such a visual person so i can see this almost like the scales I, but i can also feel what you're saying in reference to um there's like this even exchange that happens and and you mm -hmm. also giving this out for the world at the same time it's this urgency because it's also spiritually needs to be off of your like timeline like this has to go and it has to go yes. during this time so it's just like mm -hmm. Dang, I'm I'm so happy that you listened to the nudges and the the that were telling you to put this out. <laughs> yeah, it's true, and it's uh, it's funny because um, I was watching the the verses live with Erica Badu and Jill Scott, and they were like talking about writing and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And Jill Scott was saying she was like, once you write something, it really doesn't belong to you anymore. Like yeah. once it's out, it's out. So you, you have to share it. Mm -hmm. But you have to share it because you wrote it for a reason, you know? So whenever you're ready, I just feel like it needs to be shared and people need to be more vulnerable with their sharing as well. Absolutely. And that we all know that's the hardest part. Vulnerability is the it hardest is. part. That's why I'm is. like, I'm looking at you like she's gone to a point now where vulnerability is kind of like second nature to you. It's just like, you just, you live in, you're not thinking about it anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's how, it, at least that's how it looks, you know, where it's just like, 
this second guessing that happens to all of us, you know, when you mm -hmm. see how you post, even just when you post a video of yourself, you know what I'm saying? And it looks like you are just fixing your hair and you're just standing there. You know, I would have been thinking like, girl, like, what do, do I look good in this girl, show? Like, yeah. You'd be thinking the whole process, like, I can't post but, this. <laughs> but you know what that is though? It's like a lot of being vulnerable is just, I feel like it's not hard. I just feel like we're judging ourselves. So we feel like other people are judging us too. Like when I, when I do certain things, I don't do it for other people. I do it for me. Like, I, like if I post something, I'm like, okay, I like how I look or I like yeah. how this sounds or I like what I wrote here. And I want you to, you know, it's, it's, you have to have that, that a hundred percent, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Fulfillment within yourself. Mm. Like you can't, you know, have, you can't be looking at outsiders for things to, to fill you. Right. Yeah. It's just, it just yeah. never works that way. Yeah. I've been down that road too. So. <laughs> yeah. She's like, it don't work. <laughs> it, it doesn't. Living proof. No, no I yeah. definitely, I, a hundred percent. That's, that really is, that's what it is at the core of it. You know, it's, and, and it's crazy that you said the judging part when you are thinking that people are going to judge you. A lot of times I realize I've come to terms that, I have to unlearn so many things on top of the fact that I have to unlearn the narrative that society has put on how I should feel about myself. So mm -hmm. that's hard within itself. You know what I'm saying? Like having to embrace my hair as it grows, that was hard. I grew up my entire life, you know, putting relaxers on my hair. So in me having to do the big chop and accepting I was tired of damaging my hair and that mm -hmm. I look around and I don't see enough examples that tell me, hey, this is good, this is beautiful, this is great. And I'm just like, damn, like, so it's just with anything like your my you know your body your body size you'd be like is this you just are constantly replaying the conversation that was happening that society was force feeding into you that the most the more European you look the better you are the, you the so called better you know yes yeah. exactly mm -hmm. so then you're like damn where do I so it's so many unlayering that we have to do when it comes to this process of getting to that point where you are vulnerable enough in who you are you know to just really show the world yeah this is me you know so, absolutely. The process is not easy, but let's let let us let's get into seventeen first because I want to know okay. the birth of seventeen. You said you, I thought it was your age. I was like, oh, this girl, yeah. you know, she's young. <laughs> you know, she's twenty now. She dropped through. She was seventeen, but mm -hmm. actually, turns out that it has to do with the birth of your son. So, yes. does that yes, have yes, to yes. do with you know the context of what's inside the book or? Um, was that just like because he was in the picture now because the role and the and the importance that he plays in your life it was like yo through him this is here you know what I'm saying like like how did how was that born <laughs> 17 um I actually had the concept in my head um for the title it, it came together at the, the title came together at the end but 17 um is the day my son was born which is he was born on july 17th and oh, it's, he changed my life oh oh it's coming soon his birthday's coming yeah. soon yeah and yeah he's gonna be the big five he thinks he's 25 but you know it's you know <laughs> and, and, he's, and he's a little cancer too Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you know rising and all that you know all of it yeah you know, i do is, I do, do you guys intertwine you guys match or is oh we we bump heads a lot i feel like <laughs> i feel like caleb was like he's like my son he's like my brother he's like my mate all in one like we yeah. just have that relationship where i know he's supposed to be here which is like 
he changed my life. So yeah. that's how Seventeen came about. There's like a bunch of journal entries from you know when I was pregnant with him, and then mm. you know poems from when I was you know going through a a lot. Okay, yeah. you know yeah. a lot, and I feel like um, with that book. I just felt like my voice needed to be heard because um, I, I wasn't feeling heard. I was feeling very misunderstood, and you know, being painted as you know a bad guy in a lot of situations. Mm-hmm. And during that time, I was hurting. Yeah. And I will be honest to say that. And that book, you know, when Pete when I put it out, and you know, people started reading it and stuff. They're like, oh. It, it was like a, it was like a click for people. It was like, oh, okay, I get, I get why she's like that now. I get why she acts like that. You know, they was like, yeah. okay, now I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like your way to give the world. It's like here is the synopsis of why I am this way, and you know, hopefully y'all get it. You know, mm-hmm. get off my back. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. it wasn't like a. It wasn't like a. I had to explain myself to people. It was like. Right. I want you guys to take this book and I'm gifting it to you. Mm-hmm. And this is what is happening. This is what I'm going through. And that was the start of, you know, being vulnerable because that book is literally like, I have journal entries in there. So it's literally like part of diaries, like in that yeah, whole yeah, book. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like it was just important, you know, for women, for mothers. I mean, anybody can read that book, but I feel like it's it's very um emotional and a lot of mothers connect to it because of the things I'm talking about and um yeah that book is I actually wrote this somewhere but I said that book was like full of pain and I just left it there and you know I you know I went to the next journey so yeah it's so interesting that you say that in reference to the, the the book itself and how your son changed your life and that's how like the you know you you it was almost like he changed your life so much and he is a part of the book and the, the entire journey with him and the relationship with him and it's like you birthed him and then you birthed like the book you myself know what I mean? yeah <laughs> you birthed yourself you know what i'm saying it's true. and you know i have so much i have such a a respect when it comes to mothers it's different you know it's so different because i know one day i'll be there and i'll be able to fully understand and grasp it but when I just think about the whole process of just bringing a child into this world is like, it, it it just leaves me like, I'm always like, yo, not even just the birth, the fact that you have to push it out, you know? It's just like <laughs> everything else. Yeah. Like you somehow in some way are grabbing a soul from the higher place and bringing mm-hmm. it here. And, and you yes. are that portal. And I'm just like, you know how, I'm getting goosebumps because I'm just like, you know how deep it's that power. is? It's power. It's a lot of power. So much power. That we have. And and that's why I can't stand anyone or and let's I'll say let's say any man who doesn't respect the 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 how divine women are. You know what I'm saying? I was just gonna say the same word. Girl, it just it'd be like, <laughs> How dare you? How dare how, you not yeah. respect the very thing that brought you here? You know what I'm saying? It's just mm-hmm. like that 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 always that always fucks with me, but I'm not gonna get too crazy about how these motherfuckers <laughs> get angry. <laughs> Listen, we're not even gonna go there. <laughs> but so the so the the book was kind of like this, just you expressing yourself in that journey with having your son. You said your son changed your life. How did how did I mean not, not you don't have to get it you know too deep, but in a nutshell, mm-hmm. like how did that perspective change for you once you realized like I have a child now, like. 
like what did that do for you like looking at your life before you know and then after now your son is here like what 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 was that switch like well how did that feel like you're looking at your child like it, and it's crazy because when I had my son like I was pregnant for nine months but it didn't feel real till he was laying on me and I, and I felt his heart beating I was like okay yeah. she just got real real <laughs> like <laughs> this is a real thing like, this is a real human right. right like we really in here right now yeah <laughs> but um yeah it's like once he got here it was like okay it's about to get moving now because after he got here everything just started changing you know I I feel like when I birthed him I birthed a new self like I don't even remember who I was before him because you literally transform like you have to be a mother and you have to learn as you go and you also have to deal with your emotions while dealing with his emotions mm-hmm. and everybody else's emotions mm-hmm. so um yeah it was a lot but um that experience from when my son was born until now it's like I just see myself as a butterfly now like it's it's crazy the things that I went through yeah. and you know I think well I know pressure makes diamonds so yeah you know it's people go through things all the time and especially mothers and especially mothers who also have to do it alone which is even heavier burden but i feel like it's it's so beautiful because we're made to do it like we're made to do this and you know you figure it out as you go and you learn so much and i just i fell in love with learning you know me and how i connect to him and just yeah. learning his little personality you know yeah. it's just a beautiful thing i love it i love it honestly it's just it, it is it is such a process within itself when you do have when you do bring a child into this world and like you said on top of that you have all these other variables that still require mm-hmm. you and it's like yes. you said as a mother naturally though you you you're built to do this and i think that's one thing that i recognize about mothers i think that it really puts you in a space where you actually recognize your strength and i think a lot mm-hmm. of us women when we're, we're not mothers yet we we don't see the strength you know we're just like i'm strong but we still quite but when you have that child and that child ha- needs to eat and you got to make sure that everything is good with their you know their health insurance you gotta you gotta mm, fight people yes. who are trying to play you it's like different it's like before you might have let someone play you like if it's just you but if right. it's your child but that, yeah i'm 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 literally mama cub like do not cross yeah. nothing about me and mine so i, I understand <laughs> definitely what you yeah just <laughs> and i'm just like i'm always like that has to bring something out of you just naturally you know and then you 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 keep that you know that's it's amazing because this is you know children give us so much and to top it off they also give you that you know they foster something in you that you didn't mm-hmm. know about yourself prior so i'm just like man kids are a blessing for real so the, i can only imagine the type the what what went into creating that project having this perspective having these lenses on your life now that are completely different to how you was before when you felt that heartbeat on your chest and you said oh right. <laughs> so I, I feel it's that true. i remember uh writing certain parts of 17 yeah. and being very emotional like yeah. like feeling like my chest was like about to burst and that's yeah. just how 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 deep I feel things yeah. and that's how like that what I was feeling it was like it was just giving me more ammo to share 
because I already yeah. know like I, I'm, I'm feeling this in my chest and I'm just like it has to come out somehow like yeah it's like a, so. how are you gonna get this energy out and I noticed mm-hmm. that you posted something on Instagram about being an empath and I was yes. like oh okay that's something else that you also know that I've, I'm there too with you so I know how hard <laughs> that can feel literally like I can literally walk in a room and feel somebody and I'm like, I don't even, I don't even want this right now. Like I wasn't, I wasn't ready. Like I was not ready. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> how I feel. It, it just happens. And you know, like people, the only people who, who are empaths and yeah. feel that way can understand it. Yes. Sometimes it's hard to explain it to other people, but it's like, yeah. we just feel things so deeply, like to the core of yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. So. And it's so hard, especially like if you're in from New York and you just get on the train, that alone oh, is like, God. you get, you get hit it. everywhere. <laughs> you get hit everywhere, every corner, yeah. everyone's stabbing you. You're like, damn, like everyone. Like, like, is it like, is it my stop yet? Like, is it my stop? <laughs> because. <laughs> Yo, it'd it be like so much. It really, it yokes you up and you'd be like, damn, like, and that it is hard to be, you know, an empath on top of, like I said, everything else that you are just as a person, all these other variables mm-hmm. around you. But at the end of the day, you, you're still here. You still get through every single day. You still find a way to get through mentally, emotionally, spiritually. You, you, you still finding a way to get through it all. And that's why I feel like writing within itself is such an important um, outlet and a tool to continue yes. that process for you for you to continue being able to tread forward because when it comes to things like mental health um, we talk about stuff like that and if you are even an empath and you are someone that's just doesn't know how to balance those energies it can do a lot yeah to you. deal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah some people just don't know how to deal with everything they're being combated with so exactly and that's why I'm always like yo you gotta you gotta make sure that you take care of yourself in all aspects you know what I mean so I'm just like girl I feel you on the empath I feel you on that 100% you know true I know I know when you talk to someone who isn't empath like right now it feels it feels different in a way where it feels like it's a it's a it's a fair exchange you know it feels it feels like we you know it feels like uh the energies are coming from a different place because when you both Mm -hmm. empaths you know what it is you know what I'm saying oh yeah you (laughs) see like I this is crazy to me because we've yeah. never even spoken before. Yeah, we talking like we've been friends. This is like, <laughs> yeah, like, hey, sis. <laughs> and, but that's how you can tell. Like, yeah. it's, just, it's just energy. Like, and I can feel that even through, like, with us, you know, talking, like, yeah. writing to each other. I was like, okay, you know, I, I know. Mm-hmm. I already, you know, we here. <laughs> we here. We on the same page. <laughs> So let's yep, fast forward sure. to Belly. Like, like yes. what got, what birthed, even the name. I'm like, yo, this is dope. This sounds like such a dope name. I'm like, am I pronouncing it right? Belly, Belly. I'm like, there's an H there. How's, you know? Yes. Tell me about that well, project. for that, um, my best friend, I love you if you're listening. Um, she calls me <laughs> Chelly. Um, so I just put the V on it. I said Belly. And then the movie Belly with DMX and Nas, mm-hmm. I actually watched it. Mm-hmm. And it was like I hadn't watched it in a while, and it was so aesthetically pleasing. Like it was a movie by Hype Williams, so it was like the visuals and the music and everything just you know wrapped up in a just beautiful you know outcome of a project. Yeah. So um, when it came to Belly, um, I actually just started writing a lot of poetry. 
like a lot of belly I wrote at one time, which is weird for me because it was just flowing out. Yeah. Um, with 17, I kind of like put things together. Yeah. But um, with belly, I, I was just writing and writing. And I was noticing with the things that I was writing, I was, I was feeling a lot of things from like when I was younger. Mm. Like I was, I was, I was trying to talk to that little girl inside mm. that's always gonna be there. Oh yeah, she ain't going um, nowhere. It's nowhere, <laughs> like at all. Yeah. So um, for me, for Belly, it was like I was angry. I was emotional and even through the first few pages you could tell I was mad as hell but um <laughs> <laughs> mad as hell but it's, it's cool it's, it's yeah, like yeah I had to get that out because there were so many things happening and I was feeling misunderstood and that's where the anger was coming from I got you um because I always come from a genuine place Mm. with a lot of things so mm -hmm. when I feel like people is trying to play me or mm. like when I feel like I'm um, I'm doing my best you know just in the world and I'm yeah. feeling misunderstood that's kind of yeah. like where it came from yeah um and then at the end um I decided to add pictures because I just felt like there was a lot of writing in there and I wanted to I was like making collages and like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, just creating things like that. So um, I actually got inspiration from the guy who did the front and the back covers, which I, I was in love with. Um, yeah. He, I, he actually said, he's like, yo, you know, when you read in a book, it's like, why don't you just throw some pictures in there? You know, like, you know, just, you know, for people to see and this and that. So it, it kind of yeah. like sparks something like in me to add pictures which I never really thought of because you know mm -hmm. I'm the writer I'm all about the words all about how it sounds yeah so, yeah um it just kind of came together like, it is nice it is really nice that one that people can uh inspire you in a way where they plant a seed even and you mm -hmm. watered it and you you made it grow into something that you actually were you actually love to add to your project which is these collages and these photos um within the project so it, 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 what I love about when you are working on something, when we do share, and of course, the people you trust, I'm not saying, you know, put it on Instagram, say what y'all think. But, you know, when you people you trust and they're able to give you something and you can, you know, add it on. Because sometimes I'll realize, like, I've manifested things that necessarily maybe weren't my idea initially, but someone planted that seed in me. And I was like, yo, I would love to add that to, you know, vitamins for breakfast. I'd love to add that to my lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? So it is yeah. always so nice when you have people around you, a tribe who um, created your, your cover of your book and then can also even give a little bit more to you and you can make this whole project kind of come together because it, it takes really a village um, to create our projects a lot of times, you know? And when you are a it's writer, true. sometimes it feels like it's solo because it's you, you know? It's you, you're writing, so you're like, oh, it's a solo project. But mm -hmm. you realize how you can make this collective and you can receive from other people and, and birth it to be, you know, something. But at, what I found interesting about what you said about Belly is that you said you 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 felt, like, misunderstood and you don't like, you know, for people... for you, you, You're doing your best, so you're giving the world, the, you know, the best you, the best that you can give. And then mm -hmm. people are you going to try to play me? Like, nah, I got... You right. Know? And, I, and I really... <laughs> realized that the first project you kind of mentioned that you kind of had a little bit of that feeling too where you wanted people to kind of understand uh you so I'm, I'm wondering if it's like you know your best work kind of comes from that space you know what I'm saying like you know how Adele wrote the best album because mm -hmm. she broke, got mm -hmm. her heart broken so it's just kind of like I'm, I'm wondering if there's like uh your a lot of your creative 
I lives in that space where it's like the moment you're you're like, oh, I got something to rectify here. I have belly in front of me right now, and I yes. have like a bunch of quotes like in, within the book, and I just want to read one. Yes, yes. The first quote is by Maya Angelou. It says, mm-hmm. "We write for the same reason that we walk, talk, climb mountains, or swim the oceans because mm-hmm. we can." We have some impulse within us that makes us want to explain ourselves to other human beings. Mm. And that's literally the first quote that's in there. And I don't know, as a writer, I just feel like we we write from the places that we understand and maybe not understand, but we're writing from, to come to some point of clarity about something. Right. Like we just, we just want to get something out wherever yes. it's coming from so yes. that's just you know my that's just where it comes from honestly it's well, like listen. now that you said that <laughs> i'm just thinking about it like yeah that's kind of true <laughs> <laughs> yeah because I, i'm 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 observing you know i'm i'm watching i'm a i'm an innocent bystander you know watching mm-hmm. like oh okay i see you know and i'm like i'm noticing that you know she has she has i think you're someone who has a lot of things to say and there are things that need to be heard but when mm-hmm. it translates through you and your vessel it's like you know it might come off like i gotta explain but it's like nah this probably far beyond you and it's like these these words need to come out <laughs> like, far whether, beyond like, whether yes. you like it or not <laughs> <laughs> yep. yeah so while you have belly in front of you you know, okay. I was I was going to read it, but I'd rather if you read it and then we can. OK, I'm, it. I'm with it. I'm OK, with so it. let me let me let me grab the page for you that I would love for you to read. Eric is going to be ecstatic like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So it is from the poem me and it is page 16. If you can read that whole page for me, okay, but for the whole community, sure. everybody listening. Uh, y'all ready? Y'all ready? <laughs> yeah, yeah, y'all ready? Get comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. You don't even believe in the magic that you are. I creep in the in your heart and I nest there. I keep you warm in the winter, but I can be cold to where you can't feel your fingertips. Mm-hmm. Weeping and surrendering when my lips touch any part of you, sweetly telling me with your eyes that you need me. But I know the demons in you will eat away at me. So I play the devil for the evening and snatch your soul and never give it back. I leave you flowers on the deathbed that is us, a protector until death and beyond. I'll flicker the lights of the ones hurting you and bless you with 1111s and 444s (laughs) and remind you that I'll love you even when you don't love yourself. And I'll love you even when you can't see me but feel me. I'm an angel on earth, a star in every galaxy, and a volcano always ready to erupt. I come and glitter spews just from the thought of you. Ladylike, graceful, and nasty in the best way. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> girl, when I tell you. Yeah, we that. felt that one. We Yo, felt that one. I felt, I was, uh, girl. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I, yo, me and Eric were going off. I was like, yo, who is this girl? Like, this is so incredible because it's just a wordplay. There's so many things that are being said but not said directly. Mm-hmm. Just like, yeah. I think I think what stood out to me in this in this portion of the of the of the whole poem me, I was like, yo, Eric, like, what do you think she means by 
like you know um but i know the demons in you will eat away at me so i play the devil for the evening and i'll snatch your soul and never give it back and i i leave you flowers on the deathbed that is us i'm like yo this wordplay is incredible one but then what happened i was like yo intimacy and sex is such a exchange you know it's like it's not mm-hmm. just what you know it's not like a quick one and done you know how some people like to treat it it is deeper you know our souls are intertwining here we are getting in sync and when you Hello. walk away you know when you walk away from this <laughs> i take a piece of you you take a piece of me and this is you know this is deep so when i when i heard you say like i'm a snatch your soul and i'll give it back i was like Damn, is she saying like this ain't this not going to be an equal exchange. I'm taking this and I'm going to be out. Like <laughs> like we were like, "Yo, what do you think what do you think she meant by this?" So t- tell us like from that, you know, this is just a a, a peek into the the kind of of wordplay that happens throughout the entire book. But like tell me this specific part like what what did this mean? I wanted the poem it's it's literally called me. I wanted it to be and it's the first poem of the book, so I wanted it to be a hundred percent me like so with that with that part I feel like it was a a word play that I wanted to put in there and it it wasn't about it not being an even exchange but I feel like um for me personally when whenever somebody is you know involved with me and then you know they leave they they always they always feel me they always they always remember me they like i i I leave a taste in people's mouth always yes you leave like and it's not a bad taste okay yeah yeah. oh okay okay i mean if we're gonna get into it but i mean yeah 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 no i know get into it (laughs) yeah that that poem it was just I wanted it to be the first poem because I wanted it really to be a punch. Like this book is really about to get into something and yeah. it, it's it's really about me, but it's really about, like you said, like you were reading it and it's like, oh, like, okay. Like yeah. I can feel like this too. So it's yes, like, yes, it's, yes. It's, it's, it's for me and it's for, you know, everybody reading it too. It's like, yeah. you can be whatever you want to be. You can be spiritual mm-hmm. and like sex you yeah. can you yeah. know Ooh. be a nerd Ooh. and you know like to go to the strip club like it, yeah. you know it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't matter honestly like it really doesn't Absolutely i feel like not. people yeah, like, try to people categorize try to themselves. themselves in a box yes yeah, exactly. yes so oh you my know, god yeah i feel i feel like i fit into so many different spectrums like I'm very feminine but I'm also very masculine like I like baggy stuff like I like chilling with my legs open sometimes like it's yeah, just, yeah. you know whatever I'm feeling that day and right, I feel right. like people shouldn't you know box themselves in ever absolutely absolutely and, and I think that's why reading it was so empowering because you kind of celebrate this idea that we're not meant to be one-dimensional you celebrate mm-hmm. it in a way where it's like we are layered. We are. We have so many aspects of us. Uh, you are talking about something that is physical, but you also made it so spiritual. But you also still made it like at the end when you said nasty, but in the best way. It was like yo, she dropped the mic right <laughs> here. Like, you know, it's just like you intertwine so many different ways of of how that can be seen and felt and and in that experience and it felt like it was okay you know because when you see it you know when you're someone like me you see it you're like yo it's okay that's how we feel nowadays when you see that people are out and openly speaking of the things that maybe we're afraid to do or feel we're like oh it's okay you know 
And, then and you, that's why whenever I feel fearful yeah. about something, I still say it because yeah. now I got people like, okay, yeah, that's that's how yeah. I'm feeling too. And that's how you build your the people who are going to follow and respect what you do. You don't want people who really don't like you. You know, you want people mm-hmm. who really genuinely like what you're doing. So you have to be you 100% for them to like you. Because if you're going right. to give them a facade, then you better be ready to give that facade all year long. Like <laughs> Exactly. You better keep up because it's yeah. going to be tiring. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you know, and you mentioned spirituality and sex. And I kind of want to, I guess this has been something that's been on my mind. And, I, and, and since you, you know, you're spiritual, I can kind of pick your brain on it. But I think mm-hmm. lately I have been thinking about like spirituality and sex. And you think like, you know how some people are super religious and they're the ones, you know, mostly will say, like, let's say Christianity was like, wait till you get married or, you know, like, you know, don't you wait six months. It's just like this, this whole thing around <laughs> it. And you sitting around waiting like, yo, when is it right? You know, like, when do I feel like it's right? Because spiritually too, you know, you, you don't want to hurt yourself in that process too Mm -hmm. you know you don't Mm want to do it and think oh i'm ready i'm I'm seeing like this is it and then you do it and it turns out it wasn't what you expected and this person just kind of left now you're hurting you got to deal with that spiritually so i just like what do you what would you say when it comes to in reference to people who are spiritual and having those like kind of ideas or thoughts like how do i you know how do i go about the sexual experience is it something that has a time frame on it like like how do you know when it's right you know like if you should or shouldn't you know yeah um well firstly i actually grew up as a jehovah's witness so they're mm-hmm. very you know they're very strict it's like you know yeah, knocking on doors on saturday morning yes. too. <laughs> Yes, for sure. But like, they're, they're very strict. And you know, they're, you know, wait till you're married and stuff like that. And I actually kind of got more into my spirituality because of that, because I was still involved with them. But then I had my son. So it's like, oh, you're having sex. You had a baby. You know, so yes. Um, But when it comes to sex, I feel like there's no time limit i feel like you just really have to limit like you have to listen to yourself mm. like you you can't you can't let even the other person like influence you to do what you want to do like if it's something you want to do mm. and it's the first night just do it like yeah. if that's what you if that's what you feel then that's what you feel like you have to mm. go by your intuition and mm. you know what you're feeling and it's yeah. like the exchange in sex is so powerful and I feel like the more you know that, the more cautious you'll be. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, it's serious. It's like you're yeah. literally joining with another whole person and, you know, yeah. everything they're dealing with and then mm-hmm. everything you're dealing with. So it's like, you know, mm-hmm. it's a lot to take into consideration. But yeah. I just feel like a time frame, it's like, okay, like, all right, I'll wait the six months. And then, you know, I did. And then it's like, okay. <laughs> it's trash. It still doesn't feel right. <laughs> Right? Like what happened? I did all that for what? Like, right, I could have done this first. I ain't been done. Like, right. Like you could have got this over with already. Right? But yeah, but yeah. I just feel like you know it depends on you know the person. You know, mm-hmm. just listening to yourself. And then I saw that in there also you threw in the eleven elevens. You know, four four four. You threw in that like numerology. Yeah. That 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 depth of that as well. So I was like, yo, so. 
So it's just so many things you're throwing in there. You know, I'm big on every time I see 11-11, I'm like, oh, like, you know. Like, hello, yep, boom. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's like the gateway. I'm, the like, I'm really into um, just signs and like being connected to everything around me. You know, that because we are anyway, you know, no matter if we want to be or not, we're we're connected to everything. So I just yeah. I like to see the synchronicities and to see that I'm on the right track and like yeah. just talking to myself through yeah. everything. It's yes. it's like you're you're always occupied. You don't have to be around anybody. You're always occupied thinking, you know, yeah. doing all types of things. So Yeah. A hundred percent when it comes to uh, spirituality too. I think a lot of people, of course, realize that if you're a spiritual person, you know, but it's kind of like you, we are connected to everything and everything. And when we talk about everything, we are talking like the plants, the air, the animals, like we are connected to everything. We share this space collectively. Um, what is your belief kind of on, you know, uh, being infinite or like, you know, the, the body, the body might die, but you, you know, your soul still continues. Like, how do you feel about that? Um, I know that I'm going to be here forever, whether I'm in this physical body or not. Um, okay. We're and on the same page. You're on the same page. Yes. yes we are. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> but, yeah. um, Everybody, you know, doesn't necessarily believe that. Um, But me knowing what I know and learning what I've learned through my own spirituality and, you know, just being on the journey, Mm -hmm. it's like, sometimes, like, it's it's hard to explain sometimes, but I just literally, I just feel like this is a suit sometimes. Like, it just really is. Like, just walking around, like, I'm I'm living this experience, but I know that this is not the only experience. Yes, yes. It's just the one that we're having right now. So, And you know, uh, for some reason, I feel like something else that I feel like mothers kind of notice too, when you see your, your child, and like you said, you kind of knew he was supposed to be there. It was just like far beyond, you know, what you might've comprehended just in this physical reality. You just kind of knew that he was supposed to be there. So it's like, how that knowing means that either you and him have crossed paths before y'all been cycling through together yeah yeah that confirms that for you in a way yeah it goes back to what I was saying like my son's name is Caleb and he it's like it's hard to explain our relationship (laughs) it's just like he's my partner and he's my son and he's just all these things in one and it's 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 crazy to even think about an experience but I know you know he's he's part of my spiritual journey he's kind of what sparked it so it's like it's it's different and you can you can yeah. experience you you can only ex- know it when you experience when you experience it, it. yeah yeah mm-hmm. so you know I'm I'm always observing and I'm just always I'm definitely like a I just admire it. I'm just so, I, I admire it, of course, because I, you know, I have my mother. You just admire that when you realize that relationship. It's just like this, this intuition where she just knew I was doing something bad. I'm like, how the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's just it's knowing. It's just this knowing. And your son is only yeah. five and you, and you can feel that from him already. It's not like he's telling you nothing really like, I mean, maybe he is, maybe he is like an indigo. <laughs> you know, these kids who just know, yeah. you know, yeah. they, you, they coming out. Let me rapid speed <laughs> yeah it's, it's true yeah 
And that's a lot of people are feeling like these kids, especially during these times now, you know, the, the, what we're dealing with, just the social climate of everything. I feel like a lot of people are kind of turning to the kids now because the kids kind of can, the kids now kind of can already see past the matrix in a way. Like they, mm-hmm. they, they, they kind of already came with that beforehand, you know, of course, naturally, cause they're coming from us who are already kind of, we're already kind of heading that direction. So I feel like mm-hmm. these kids now will, will actually know a lot more than we give them credit for. And just, just spiritually, I just feel like they know they they'll talk to them and they'll be like, why do we got to go to work? I'm like, I don't know why we got to go to work. <laughs> I don't know. Let's, let's figure it out because I'm asking the same question. <laughs> Why do I gotta go to work? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they, they see, they really, I do feel like they see past it in a different way. So, um, just you, just you as a, now as a mother, especially of a son, and of course your mm-hmm. son is black, like how, how are you dealing with the, with the times right now? And, it, and, and of course it's not, this isn't the, the first time that this happened, you know, this has been happening for years you know but I, I i'm curious like now as you see how things are getting especially because you know the change is so important because it's gonna matter in your son's life later mm-hmm. you know yeah even myself i'm not a mother now but i know if i have a son at the end of the day no matter who i have it with he's still gonna have melanin so i gotta make mm-hmm. sure that everything's good right now because it's still gonna affect him so it's like yeah. how do you how do you feel during these times like how you know how has everything kind of been going and processing through your mind <laughs> Um, for me, it's like, I get super emotional, but then the emotional quickly turns into like being a protector because that's just what I am like with anything that I love. And, you know, my son is a black little boy and he's living in a world where people don't like him because of just the way he looks. So it's like, I try to instill warrior-like tendencies into him because mm-hmm. I, I saw this, I think I read this. Oh, the hood healer, my sis. She said that ultimately parents are preparing their kids for when they're not here, for when their parents not here, no longer here anymore. So I've just been trying to do that. I mean, Caleb is only five, but he he's very smart, like I said, He's he's not even five. I swear to God, he's not. But twenty-five. <laughs> yeah, he really is. Um, but yeah, I try to just instill in him, you know, the things that he's gonna need. You know, I can't. I don't. I don't like for him to see me super emotional, because um, then he asks me what happens, and sometimes I do let him see me cry. Like I, I was watching. Um, there was like a video of a protest and they were like playing changes by Tupac and they were just all dancing in the street with signs and stuff and he's like mommy what's that and I just started bawling so I I literally I sat there and I explained it to him he's like oh but they look like they're having fun and I'm like I mean yeah you know you know it it, it takes it from heavy to light you know yes 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 I just feel like it is super um emotional and it's like you do worry, but for me, like it quickly turns into warrior mode. Yeah. Because like in this world, you know, you have to be that way in a certain way because you have to protect your body, you have to protect your mind. And yeah. you have to protect that of the ones you love as well. So that's just Absolutely. what I'm all about, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. No, because our kids 
our kids, of course, they, they we're their first example for everything. Uh, mm -hmm. No matter what you do, they're watching, they're sponges, they're absorbing it. So you do have to instill the things, like you said, that when you're no longer here, they have that down pack. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you instill that into them to the point that they know what it, what it's like to switch that on, that warrior mode, you know, know that in these circumstances, they're not to be, like, played with or just, you know, know when to speak up, know what to say, know what to yep. do. A lot of things nowadays too is I realize that even just for myself, when you just see even a cop just pull somebody over the rights, I didn't even know for myself, you know, like when they question you and like you can ask them like, am I being detained? All these things that you, you know, nobody taught you in school. Nobody mm -hmm. taught you none of these things about just knowing your basic rights and you realizing that this is something that now you're going to have to research, teach yourself and then teach your kids, you know, just so, mm -hmm. just so you have it there because just in case, because our rights are our rights, but a lot of times that's why we pay an attorney to fight for our rights but we don't even know what the fuck our rights are yeah because we don't know and, yeah and that's terrible because you walk you walking amongst the society you should know what your you know what your receipt looks like you know yeah, what, yeah. what's on the back yeah. of that and birth I, certificate <laughs> yeah at this point i feel like you have to know like it's about mm -hmm. like protecting your body protecting everything that is you yeah. I, like yeah. you know because nobody else is going to do that and mm -hmm. they don't want you to feel protected so it's like yeah. you have to do that you have to you know educate yourself and you know mm -hmm. just be a hundred at all times like yeah and do tw you you do essentially have to do twice the work too um you know everyone else might not mm -hmm. have to do twice twice the work but we have to do twice the work to ensure that our experience here you know can be the best possible and that we can make sure that we live a long life and i guess kind of kind of getting into that i'm just curious like when did you realize that you know as as a woman of color that your experience in america wasn't going to be the same compared to you know the contrary you know the white people who live on this land like what when did you realize like yo my experience is different, you know? Because sometimes, like, you grew up in the Bronx, like, you, you can be surrounded by your, you're not, and you might not realize that that it's happening, you know, to the magnitude that it's happening until maybe, like, you visit Bumblefuck, <laughs> Texas, and you're like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. These people really don't like, you know, they don't like mm -hmm. us. You know, like, when did you realize that, like, yo, my experience is going to be different? Um, I think as I got older, I started, like, experiencing more things in person where I could just feel people's energy off like they they look at me in a certain way and this and that like I remember when I was younger I didn't really because you know like you said I, I, I lived in the Bronx all my life mm -hmm. and it's like you you surrounded by people who look like you mm -hmm. so but I would I would see things like on the news or like yep. I would hear people talking about certain things and I would always be like why is it like that yeah like why like why is it like that always you know questioned things when I was younger and as I got older you know you start you know working in you know in social climates and work work environments mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. the work <laughs> yeah go on please <laughs> You know, the work environment is so, like, even now, sometimes I'm the only black girl in the room. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you, it's just an, ex, it's a whole different experience. And they don't know what that's like. Sitting in yeah. a room where it's like, is my hair down enough to where mm -hmm. y'all think this is acceptable? Because I really want to wear it wild right now, but I'm trying to be cool for y'all. Yo, right. I'm trying to I'm trying to please you. Like, 
Yeah. I'm trying to make you, like, I'm trying to not make you uncomfortable by making myself uncomfortable. Exactly. And it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like I notice racism and like prejudice when I'm like, I just, I notice it when I feel it and I notice it in, in different situations. Um, it's just, it's, it's difficult for me to talk about, not difficult, but it's, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it <laughs> it's just, is. It's, it's, it's really weird, like, that people even have a complex like that to, yeah. you know? And I, I feel like I've, I've experienced prejudice and racism, but it's like, I know you're, like, in certain situations, I know people, I don't know if people are acting that way because I'm Black, but I know mm. they're acting that way because they're white. Mm. if that makes sense it's like yes, they have yes. some sort of like authority complex that they just yeah. they just think that they're just always supposed to be at the top for everything yes yes and it's it's very weird it <laughs> is no weird. it 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 definitely it, it's it's so it's to a point now that like weird is the only way that we really know how to call it because yeah. to us it's like it's so strange because our experience especially when you grow up let's say for us you're more amongst the people who look like you you know if anyone kind of treats you different just because you're because i would never think i'm a i'm a treat a white person bad like i mm-hmm. I, didn't, I never thought that that never came into my my thought process i just look at you mm-hmm. oh you're different like what's up yeah. like it's never yeah. like you know something's wrong here and something's wrong with you it's just the fact that you naturally your instinct is to think that something is wrong here like you said the hair you know the clothes it's just like it something is wrong here it's just like what makes you think that one something's wrong here and two that you should say something about it you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying She's like, mm-hmm. who are you to think that you can say something about it too? And that's that privilege like you're saying. And, that, and that's why it's weird. It's like, y'all live in a whole different reality. Like, yeah, it's true. It's, it's, you know, you see it and it's like, what makes you think you better than me? Right. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, I never understood that. And, you know, in certain climates, it's like you, you have to deal with it. And then, you feel like you feel wrong like Mm. it's just it's just out of balance like people like people like that are like we're all conditioned at the same like you know like we're all conditioned to think a certain way Mm. and it's just very unfortunate that people who look like me really don't know how powerful they are and how you know how even the melanin in your skin is like worth so much you know like it's just I just feel like we need to really know like who we are because I feel like everybody just tries to belittle us and I I, I, that just never and we know you don't like that we know you don't like that that's how these books came out (laughs) we're not doing that (laughs) no I I, I 100% 100% agree with that because it's almost like um we can't focus so much on what they've done wrong i think we all know it now at this point we know what it is you know mm-hmm. and if they don't want to they don't want to fix it all right we're gonna we're we gonna get to that but i think what mm-hmm. what's most important now is to have people realize their value if you really yes. look back on it because for me my issue with the like the dominican community is that they don't recognize the power that lives within africa you know what i'm saying like they just hear european and they think oh that's the best thing that there is but i'm like if you knew and you understood you know 
the the value that the threat like that like all everyone went to Africa because everything was there. Like that is mm-hmm. the source of of of, mm-hmm. of the beginning. And, and if you knew the story in that way, you probably wouldn't be saying half the sh- half the shit you're saying. I feel like Dominicans will turn around tomorrow and be like, "Yup, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like, if they knew it for what it was, you know, they don't mm-hmm. know, they don't know the narrative, and a lot of them, you know, might not know it because of ignorance, or they might not know it because they don't want to know it. They're like, "Nah, I don't want to know it." But it frustrates me because, you know, the the Dominican community has this this narrative and this conditioning that they still want to hold on to and it's like it's it's a lie and if you guys took time like you're saying like if if we have people learn the worth of of their their roots you know that the worth of who they are just because of you know their ancestors where, where they came from people would actually recognize their power if you you would really recognize your worth and and you would you wouldn't even care of the fact that white people don't fucking like you you'd be like bitch you if anything i you you it should be the other way around you know what i'm saying Hello. like yeah i, like, I agree because yep. at the end of the day people actually do their 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 research and their history and you recognize that you know what really happened here is that you know europe really bit the hand that fed it you know they they went to, to Africa, saw how everything was booming there. And, you know, they help. The thing is, this is how African people are naturally. They're so giving, helping, thri- like, that's just mm-hmm. how the energy is. So they yes. see these people and they're like, oh my God, like, let's help them. They they educate them. They teach them math. They, they clothe them. They feed them. They go back and they're like, yo, this is what y'all say to each other. We need to take everything. Instead of saying like, yo, these people were so good to us. Y'all gonna be like, nah, we have to take everything. I'm like, how fucking dare you? And then to for years and years still try to keep this narrative that we ain't shit well you know you know that we were the we were the best thing that there was they know it they know it they know and it, and it makes and, them angry and it's, it's so fucking mediocre <laughs> <laughs> basic to yeah. say the least but yeah that's how, like i was talking um to my dad the other day and i was like like they know mm-hmm. how powerful we are i just feel like we need to remember that we need yeah. to learn that. We need to, because I remember in school learning about slavery. I was like, it's kind of like, oh yeah, that happened. Boom, next page. Yo, like, you know, yes. like it is. It's it's such a pivotal time. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's so, so, so many things it like that. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's crazy. But you know, that's that's what happens. You know, when they want to, you know, hide the the facts. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. facts you know and that's so. what and, and and the sad thing is like yeah that's what's been happening since the, the beginning they've just been rewriting the story and rewriting the story um in their benefit and and i think that's what's so sad when you become uh, you know an adult and you do become acquainted with the information the, the true information it is yeah. hard that revelation is hard to come to terms with because you realize one you've been lied to your entire life and two mm-hmm. that there's so there's so many things that you have to change you have to teach yourself and it's just like uh, I think now because of what's happening now, I think a lot of people are becoming more educated now than they ever have about Black history, and that's everyone. Yeah. Just everyone across the board is like, I didn't know these things. You know? What yeah, I'm I, I've I've been seeing certain things, and I'm like, wow, I didn't even know that. But it's like yeah. I feel like it's a learning and an unlearning and a mm-hmm. becoming and unbecoming at the same time. Yeah. It's like yeah. we're learning, but it's like we're remembering at the same time. Mm, and I love that word. I love how you said that because it, it almost kind of gives a power to the fact that it never left us. 
you know like yes like how they wanted it they tried to wash Mm -hmm. that away as much as they could and at the end of the day we still remember like you can't Mm -hmm. i mean we always gonna have the juice and they know that but we you know we just have to know that at the same time I, I absolutely agree that that really is what it is too and that's what i'm saying a lot of the focus now has to be on us recognizing our values in it all too because i'm just like you know the damage that we can do to the white community just if we're like none of y'all shit is cool nothing you do is cool and and if you dance to our music it ain't cool nothing because before <laughs> it was like you see them on tiktok doing yo that shit makes me cringe <laughs> when i see these little tiktok dancing the little white girls is doing it i'm like what the fuck yeah right on? like no uh-uh the cringe i be cringing like crazy (laughs) (laughs) i'm a little curious about the bronx you know you growing up in the bronx you experienced in the bronx i see you say hi bridge you know i'm just like Mm -hmm. did did your experience in the bronx kind of mold you in a uh, in a way creatively at all like like did the Bronx play any influence in that? Because everyone now talks about the Bronx because like Cardi B came out of the Bronx and everyone's just like, oh, and there's gems in the Bronx. And I'm just like, yeah. I'm sure there was gems outside like before Cardi <laughs> B came out. Like, like what was that? What was that experience like growing up in the Bronx? And then also, you know, how did that influence you creatively? Um, growing up in the Bronx um, taught me a lot. And I didn't necessarily know what it taught me till I got older and I had to, you know, live an adult life and, you know, move how I move, you know? (laughs) But, um, yeah, when I was younger, it's like, I would see certain things. Like, I was very observant. I was really quiet, but very observant. So it's like, I learned through myself all the time. Like, I would see this and I'll put it together. I'd be like, okay, that means that. Okay, boom. I'm gonna go this way. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I feel this. All right, this means that, you know? But creatively, um, like the front of belly is me living um in my old apartment um in Highbridge when I was younger and it's literally a picture um of me that I gave the artist to recreate and like when I was younger with the you know the journals and the you know Mm -hmm. diaries and stuff Mm -hmm. like that I think that was just the catalyst for what I was really about to become like in my life because you know I always wrote but it was never for a purpose. I just really love to write. Like, even mm-hmm. to this day, I'll see a blank piece of paper and I just want to fill it with something. Yeah, yeah. So that's just, you know, always What a beautiful relationship with, with that, man. What a beautiful it, relationship with writing that you have there. Yeah, it's 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 been an outlet and it's been essential to my healing with mm-hmm. so many things. Yeah. Um, you know, just being very quiet. You know, I talk through my pen a lot. You know, mm-hmm. so just everything kind of comes together full circle when I think about it. But I think growing up in the Bronx, it was just like the steps, you know, mm-hmm. to, you know, climbing the ladder and, you know, becoming who I'm really supposed to be. At this right, time. right. Everyone's always like, yo, the Bronx is like, you sink or swim, you know, it's super like, you know, it's tough. You got to you got to make sure you make it through every day. And it's just like, damn, you, especially from Queens, you know, I'm from Queens. So everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh, everyone from Queens is a pussy. That's what they say about us. Like, why are we a pussy? Like, why are they just like that? Everything, I'm not going to lie. Everything does feel more kumbaya on this side. Everything is just like, yeah, we're and we're peaceful. And, right? you know, everyone talks about the Bronx, like it's, you know, it's a little bit more chaotic. It's gritty. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the word. So I'm just like, do you feel like that also kind of influenced? Because you know you have this rawness to you, and I'm just like, 
did that you know did that environment also get her to be so comfortable you, you, you were seeing shit every day you know the streets mm-hmm. is the streets you know so mm-hmm. that I actually yeah I actually learned a lot through how my parents moved too Um, both of my parents are very fiery and I never channeled that energy but I always saw it I was always around it so you know I I feel like as I got older um, you know the pillow soft you kind of becomes a little callous because Mm -hmm. of you know the things that you go through so I think just the fire and you know just the the hood you know the hood shit the rowdy you know it it, it comes out for me like i like i talk my hands like this like i just that's just how i am like yeah 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 and it's not and, and it'll be a peaceful conversation it'll be about spirituality yeah, it's no static <laughs> at all yeah. I'm just, you know <laughs> yeah damn and so w- when it comes to like your tribe and the people that you keep around you you know have have you do you feel like people like growing up like they these people have grown with you or you have kind of had to leave people out of it because sometimes people try to steer you off track you know i remember like you grow up with people in this neighborhood that these are the, these are your friends and you're like man you really weighed me down so i can't you know i can't i can't fuck with you anymore you know like like uh, our tribes are so important these are the people who are going to feed back into us and we feed into them and so we can all elevate so it's just like when it comes to your tribe and and the people you keep around you you know, do you feel like that has changed, that you have had to kind of let people go? Like, have you had people try to steer you off track? Um, I, I always have been the type to keep a very small circle. So mm-hmm. I didn't have to really, you know, cut many people off. You know, you know, the high school thing, you know, you meet yeah. people, you know, some, you know, some people you chill with and some people you don't. But um, actually, I've still kept in contact with a lot of people from hybrids because you know we went to the same schools yeah and you know some people still live in the same neighborhood and my son actually goes to the elementary school that i went to so yeah so it's just a lot of connections that i still have from like real young years Mm -hmm. that we still you know have a rapport and like there, there's people who are like-minded like me that are that are doing things like I'm I'm a writer you know I have friends that have clothing lines yeah hybrid I have friends that are doing so many things and that's what I want to be surrounded by like Absolutely. what are we doing what what are we creating what what type of money are we about to make you know right, I, right. I just we we need to be in the same frequencies um yeah absolutely. And, um I don't really have many friends um mm. I have a tribe that I feel like I'm attracting like as we speak there's so many people that I've met you know yeah. including you that I was about to say just, that like, bitch don't forget me I'm part of it <laughs> no <laughs> listen <laughs> it's true it's like yeah. people are like falling into my lap and mm-hmm. I know they're supposed to be there yeah um but my best friend she's like the per- like I've known her since I was literally born is that the way you shot <laughs> um, out in the beginning yes got that's you. her that's her. Um, <laughs> yeah, her her mom and my mom uh, grew up together. They were kind of like best friends, and then like we kind of you know got to be best friends. She's a little younger yeah. than me, but she's literally my tribe. Like all I need is her at the end of the day. But it, yo, it'd know, be like that. It'd be like that. People it think does. It's like so much people. You really don't need this many people. Really, mm-hmm. you can have one person and you're good because that person gives you that much life. You know, yeah, like everything, everything. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I just, I feel like like-minded people and, you know, doing the same things and like just being at the, at the same, not level necessarily, but just 
being, you know, able to exchange at mm-hmm. at a level where we can understand each other. Yeah. And you know, we could we can make things happen and and we can enjoy each other because at the end of the day you you want people you feel good around. So Exactly. And and yeah. and and cuz I think a lot of times too when people think about like the goal which is maybe, you know, reaching a height that you know, you are worldwide. People know about you and your and your craft worldwide, which is the reason why we all birth what we do. I mean, if it doesn't get there, you know, we're, we're fine with it. But of course, we we start these projects because we want to see them elevate to that point. And when you're elevating to that point, I think a lot of people are confused. They're like, oh, I, you know, I want to get in contact with the big people. I want to be friends with them. Like, that's not how it works. All these people come up with their tribe. And all mm-hmm. the people you see near them that work with them, like the you know the photographer, the the person who handles merch, all these things, like you know, these are their tribes. So when you are doing this now on this level, you want to build this community where it's like as we go up, we all go up together. We so, all go, yeah. We you know all what I'm go. saying so. We're all mm-hmm. looking. We're, we're we're gonna be like people are gonna be looking at us like how we were looking at people we wanted to like get in contact with. Like we were like, oh, I want yes. to get in contact. But you have your tribe of people. Y'all came, you know, you didn't you didn't have someone pull you up there. You guys all went there together by all y'all. Yeah, you created that together. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I, that's why I always I always say that, you know, the tribe is so important when you are creating and, and you're and you're putting something out there that is like your child, you know, because it's a part of you, it's an extension of you. So I'm just like, yeah. Eh. Gotta make sure that the tribe is right, you know? <laughs> at, at all times. Yeah, at all times. So, you know, kind of kind of wrapping up a little bit now, I always end the podcast with a question that I ask my my guests. And it has, you know, it's a, it's a question that would have three answers from you. <clears throat> and the question that I have for you is, what are three things you want women and men to take away from, you know, your work? So when they read your work, you know, what do you want them to take away from it? I think this is a perfect wrap up question because this is the only question I actually wrote down and we kind of covered my three things. So I'm just going to go through them. (laughs) Um, The first is obviously to be vulnerable. I mean, Mm -hmm. it helps everybody. I feel like connection is missing because we're disconnected from our own feelings so when we start to do that and when we start to be vulnerable with ourselves first it's easier to be vulnerable with other people Mm -hmm. um i feel like um absolutely absolutely. the second thing would be to be yourself authentically Mm. and unapologetically Girl, that's hard. Because, (laughs) it, it, it is hard it is and i feel like the key with that is like to really be comfortable with yourself and to really love yourself and you know i feel like self-care like and self-love it's it sounds really cliche sometimes because oh yeah. self-love let's put on a yeah. face mask and yeah blah, blah, oh you know? yes it's too it's commercial <laughs> it's a commercialized yeah, yeah exactly and it's 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 not a face mask. It's not a bath. It, it could be that some days, but it's really digging and trying to really be who you are and being good with that. Like just being fulfilled off that. Like you don't need nothing else because I'm good with me. Exactly. So. And a lot of that is embracing your shadow too. You know, your shadow self mm. inside of you might not like, you yeah, know, people you gotta... don't like to do that though. It Mm-mm. gets tricky with that. And why do you think people are going crazy during Corona? People are like, what? I got to oh, say yeah. I gotta sit with myself. You 
trying to tell me? Okay. I see how y'all trying to do me. <laughs> yeah, they look like, nah, take me back to work. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, but the last thing um, mm-hmm. we also touched on is I wrote, don't be afraid of anything. Even if you are, are afraid, do shit scared. Yes, that's that's how you started off the whole episode. That's how I mean, yeah, because yeah. I mean, even, even coming into this, like yeah. I didn't even I didn't like know what to expect. This is like out of my comfort zone to be talking like yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like it's needed. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> you're so needed. good. You're so you're a natural at this, though. I didn't get any yeah. type of vibe that's like I don't know how to do this. Like, like you're you are so fluid in this too. Like, this is yeah. I, I'm we, so happy we, for you to like be venturing on this aspect of your creativity and your voice as well yeah and and that's because like when i heard from you i was like this is perfect timing yeah. you know you like it's it was literally divine timing because i was yeah. literally thinking i was like i've written so much like yeah. i've i've spoken through my my pen so much and it's like i need to use my voice now yeah. and people actually like my voice i've heard yes i do yeah <laughs> so- Bro, when you read the poem i was like <laughs> If you did an audio book, yes, yes. Look, that's that. I think Ooh. that might be like a next thing. I think it might be a next thing. Holla at me if you need someone to help you out Says, with audio. Are I've we been gonna talk? With are we gonna talk? <laughs> so I, you know, I could give you some advice. You hit me up. I'm here yeah. for you. Yeah, for sure. That, that, yes, of course. No, for real, you definitely, you definitely do have a nice voice, and and I realized too, like for me, my my throat chakra was the one I need a lot of work with. So I was just like, mm-hmm. sometimes you gotta get in the rhythm of talking and yeah. saying and feeling mm-hmm. comfortable with your own voice. And so I see you're laying, you're laying the bricks down. You're laying the bricks. Yes, it's it's true. And you know that that's why I said you just you just have to do things, and then after you do them, you know you realize you were supposed to do them and you know it'll help you with the next step it'll help you connect with people like you because i'm so thankful like we vibe so good likewise like so it was it was just good all together i agree Okay. I'm I'm so happy too because I myself of course even like uh, the fact that you've pointed that out too and made it seem like it is okay if you do it even if you're scared you know because even myself I'm speaking to a stranger I've never met you before right. so I'm coming yeah. into it like you know I don't know like is she someone who you know is a little like abrasive or like you know how you know how is how am I going to be in her presence and make sure that I'm still honoring myself and that you know there's no like conflict here you know yeah, exactly yeah yeah, it's funny you said that too because, like, in Belly, I'm so aggressive. <laughs> so, <I feel> like, <laughs> so you got the bronze in you, so, yo. I'm so aggressive sometimes, but like, yeah. if you meet me in person, like, I just feel like a pillow. Like, I'm just really yeah. soft, and like, yeah. you know, I'm just that's you know, it's just a balance. <laughs> and, and, and like that's what we we're saying in the beginning. We're so we're so layered. We have all these different dimensions to us. So that's why it's like, yeah, you can give this in text, but when you when people meet you, it feels like home. It feels so safe. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. like when I saw your face immediately and your smile, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, like it made my heart feel so safe and comfortable in your presence. And I love when people can create that space. And I think at the end of the day, even though your text might be more raw it might be a little more you know gritty it, it i think mm-hmm. at the end of the day it still gets people to that and that feeling of like i can feel at home through her words i can feel like i can identify through her words i feel safe in her you know in her words so i think at the end of the day you still translate you you know yes. all the layers still translate through your text 
So yeah. I am a hundred percent a big fan of what you're doing. I am a fan of mm-hmm. your energy. I'm a fan of you. So I am here for all of it. If you do get this audio popping, I, I listen. This is the start of something beautiful because yeah. we were supposed to meet and we were yeah. supposed to exchange energy. And yeah. you know, this you know, only only way is up. That, you know what I'm saying? Only way is up. That's drop it. the mic. Drop the mic. That's drop it. mic. <laughs> so it's been a pleasure having you. Uh, thank you again so much for wanting to share this time with me, sharing your energy with me. Thank you so much. See you. See ya. I want to kindly thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you walked away feeling more enlightened, more inspired, and more connected to your soul. It is my goal with all my episodes to provide you with some essential vitamins to amplify your life. I would greatly appreciate if you could leave a review and share with anyone who can benefit from a little vitamins for breakfast.